now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to our newest episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my spectacular, as always, co-host. We've got the wonderful, as always, the person that leaves fluff all over my living room when she's here. The fluffiest whimsicott. I so miss living fluff all over your living room. I hope I can come over. I know soon. we haven't done that in a while. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done that in a while. Uh, and then if we've got uh, the uh, the editor in chief, uh, Linian. Hello, I'm in my new apartment. Oh yeah, that's true. I forgot you moved. You just moved. Yeah. Yeah. Is it nice? I finally got. S- I mean, it's a lot nicer than the place we were staying before. Uh, okay. Thanks to new new jobs and new money. I'm going to cut you off real quick, and I'm going to mm-hmm. let everybody know that they're welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing oh. for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon, from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between, like Linian's apartment. But continue. Yeah. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Puckle's uh, Above Ground Apartment League. <laughs> so, so yeah, like it's, it's in a, a slightly different town, like a, a bit over. It was completely unfurnished, and we were coming out. Neither of us had been in an unfurnished space before, so it was two solid weeks of just like building IKEA furniture and waiting mm-hmm. for packages from Best Buy. Yeah, okay, checks out. That's fun. I mean, it's fun, but it's also absolutely exhausting when I am completely mm-hmm. incapable of building furniture, and my partner has ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> I feel ya. So we're like, all right, this is we're going to be dead by the end of the day, but we're going to have a couch. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, fine. I I, I feel you. Like I, I built my own IKEA couch, and yes to both of the things you said about you and your partner. So it took me the whole day essentially. Yeah, <laughs> I'm lucky enough yeah. that I can hyperfixate on that kind of stuff. I mean, that's the trick. It's getting that hyperfixation focused onto the furniture, and then me exactly. like not snapping anything as I'm trying to push things into place. Yeah. Oh, see, I don't have that problem. I have the opposite problem. I am so weak that lifting the various pieces of the couch by myself took, like, <laughs> a lot of maneuvering. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't done too much. I mean, I've been playing Pokemon. I, I skipped the tournament I usually do this week because I was just like, I need a oh. week to, like, breathe uh, for TCG. Fair, fair. And I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I've been, I actually played, um, I kid you not, like, the... Game Boy game, like I, I have it on the Virtual Console on like a 3DS, and I'm like, I just want to play like easy mode Pokemon TCG. Yeah, <laughs> like easy mode Pokemon TCG. Um, that game is both easier and more difficult than I remember it as a kid. Mm-hmm. Because like, so like the biggest problem is it's really hard to get cards. Mm-hmm. But okay. like, what I found is it's not hard to get like a lot of like decent cards if you play like a couple of matches. You've probably got like a two three a three two line of some pokemon that's really decent and Mm -hmm. which is good like that's fine you can build an okay deck but like if you want four professor oaks that's gonna be a while Mm. i i have pulled no professor oaks yet and i've played it i've I've put in like maybe five hours onto it and i've gotten no professor oaks (laughs) wow okay (laughs) it's like very early like card game simulators and like not letting you buy games the other thing i did Mm -hmm. do this week though is i uh 
So I used my VPN and I downloaded Pokemon Live, like the beta client for TCG mm. that they came out with. And I played around with that one because I was just mostly curious since it's probably going to drop like it's probably going to become the official thing. Like once Scarlet and Violet come out in February. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. wanted to play around with it. And because they've changed a lot of it, like you can no longer trade. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead, you just craft cards based on some credit currency you can get if you have extra if you got extra cards or something like that. And I was like, oh, well, they also have a battle pass. I want to see what the rate of getting these this currency is to see if it's reasonable. Mm-hmm. So far, my opinion is that it's not super reasonable. OK. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it's still in beta, so they are adjusting things like I've watched them adjust things on the fly already. OK, okay. like a, a couple currency earning things like I've watched them change it from day to day where you can get instead of like 40 of something, you get 60 of something each day, mm-hmm. which is good. That's fine. That's a 50 yeah. percent improvement. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's pretty decent. What gets me is that they've got three separate currencies like every other free to play game that has, you know, microtransactions in it mm. that, that I've ever seen, because most most like free-to-play games that have microtransactions like there's one currency you can just always buy yeah Mm -hmm. and then you convert that into the other currency somehow Mm -hmm. yes and so they obviously have it set up because like there's this one currency where you can just like buy packs you can buy like the bundles you'd buy at the store Mm -hmm. and the only way to earn that currently is through uh leveling up your profile which is not as easy as I don't know. It doesn't feel as good. There's a lot of things where I'm just like, if I win 10 games, if I play 10 games today, I should level up in some aspect, either on the battle pass or on this. And it does not yeah. feel good, but it feels better than apparently like what other people were saying earlier. So it's an improvement, okay. I guess. So I, I've done that. I've played around with it. It's okay. Overall, I think it's a better free to play experience than PTCGO. <laughs> so I would recommend it if you're looking to get into the TCG. Mm <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I like uh, if or if you just want to play free to play, it's going to be on your phone. So that, that that's like the biggest thing for me. It's going to yeah, be on that, your that, phone. Yeah, that's that's a pretty big factor for a lot of people. I think it's why Hearthstone didn't explode, didn't implode after a couple disaster yeah. sets. Uh, absolutely, uh, and even then, like, so to be fair, I am one of the people that like set up PTCGO to work on my phone. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair. Pro tip: you can do it if you have Steam and you have a PC that you keep on all the time. Mm. you you literally just uh because i leave my pc on all the time but what you can do is you can set up ptcgo as like a game on your steam library and then you can set up steam link on your phone Mm. and then it just like it just like plays it on your computer for you from your phone (laughs) okay cool so like that's kind of nice you just need a decent cell phone connection and i do not always have that on a uh, Mm. military installation right right so it's unfortunate. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, what have you been up to, Winsica? It's been a hot minute. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. Uh, so a lot of things, but Pokemon related. Really, just I I actually did something I haven't done in forever. I went physically into a GameStop to get codes for Pokemon. Oh my gosh, I did this too. Continue. Yeah, it was like. I felt like I was living in a different era. Like, <laughs> like it was like, oh, wow, this is so five years ago or even 10 years ago. What is going on? They're definitely just doing it for the foot traffic to like get people in. Yeah, I know. But I just get so annoyed. I don't know how it is in Italy mm-hmm. and how pushy they are. But man, they are pushy in the US. Like they were not pushy at all. here. Oh, I got I got so mad at the guy. I, I figure. 
he got I, I think I told this story on the show, I don't remember. But mm-hmm. yeah, I walked in I walked in to go buy the uh they recently came out with this Palkia V Star box for Pokemon TCG. Because Thatch is mm-hmm. really obsessed with that right now. And I'm sorry it always mm-hmm. comes back to that. But <laughs> it has like this cool promo Palkia V in it and it looks really nice. And I, I want it to play with in my deck because I'm an adult and I have adult money. And when I go mm-hmm. to league, I like to show off. I might not win, Fair. but I'm going to have cool looking cards. So I went to go get this Palkia V-Star box and the guy goes, oh, did you pre-order Scarlet and Violet? And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to download it. And what he said to me, quote, mm-hmm. was downloading a first party of Nintendo game. Brave man. And I was just like, "What? <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> go away. <laughs> now that I live uh, really close to Nintendo headquarters, I've just lo- started lying and say uh, I work for Nintendo. Just because any time they're like, well, it's never going to show up. They're just like, I don't know. And I can't lie to this Nintendo employee. And so they just very awkwardly walk away. And it works 100% of the time. Amazing. This this is exactly what I do now. They are just so annoying. Because I like I wanted to be like, I've got three modded switches at home. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I it was it was definitely like a Ron Swanson moment. Uh, yeah. when, he, when he's in the hardware store and it's just like, I know more than you. you know? I know more than you do. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know more than you do. And because I, I like I do buy it physically. I do eventually buy it physically. It's just much more convenient to download it. So much more. And just play it like right away. And because like I use the physical cartridges for like the modded switches. Typically, Mm-mm-mm-mm. it's a little it's honestly a little bit easier to use it for those. So yeah. I, I will buy it eventually. It's just I don't need to because Pokemon games are printed at such a mass quantity. One, pre-ordering makes no sense. Mm-mm. And two, I don't need it right away. Yeah. If they had like actual bonuses, maybe. But honestly, besides with like the fact that, you know, we do a Pokemon podcast, we need to get as much information on the new game as possible. Mm-hmm. And we can buy it on like the Australian or Japanese store. Yeah, if you do a little bit of setup, so yep. you get it like half a day early, essentially. Yeah. So why wouldn't we? Yeah, exactly. It's it's mm-hmm. that it's very much that. Like you can one hundred percent get it running, like hours before it comes out, which is fine. I mean this this time I'm just gonna do the midnight release because I've done the, like for Sword and Shield I did the uh, Japanese release, mm-hmm. and uh, which is fine. It's not that hard to do. You just end up with like extra yen floating around in your account. <laughs> because it's it's very hard to like get exact amounts yeah. but i would do it for that but the problem is like the thing that was a hiccup is i forgot that so i i got a new i got like the switch oled last year is that mm-hmm. when it came out i mm-hmm. think so yeah which honestly i i in retrospect like i I was just like this is dumb i shouldn't buy it but after i bought it i'm like okay this is kind of nice is it yeah uh, like the screen quality like i can tell the difference oh okay but i i don't play handheld yeah i play a lot of handheld I play a lot of handheld mode, and so like, yeah. If you're just if you're not playing handheld, I don't think there's much of a difference. I mean, it's a little bit cooler. Yeah, yeah but meh. If, if I was made of money, you know. Also, mm-hmm. white Joy-Con because I like I like Joy-Con colors. Yeah, I like them too. <laughs> I'm very I'm very upset by the way that like you can't buy just straight Joy Cons for some of the special edition switches. By the way, which I think they should because mm-hmm. I feel like that's a very untapped market. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's a very untapped market. Like they did the Zelda ones very recently for the release of Skyward Sword, mm-hmm. and I we bought those. Like those are great. Those are really cool. Yeah, I would do the same thing for the Scarlet and Violet Joy-Con. Same, same. I I would buy those in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo here's two hundred forty dollars right now in revenue. Right now, I feel right like here. the controllers for 
the uh, the Switch just in general have really been not a lot of it. Like, they haven't even done a lot mm-hmm. of good pros. Like, the only good pro controller I've seen is, like, the, the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 one. That's mm. the only one that's worth anything. Yeah, they, like, the whole Switch time, the whole time the Switch has been out, pro controllers have just, like, never been modified, ever. And I don't know why. And the community's done some really cool ones. Like, if you go on Etsy, you can just buy shells. And the shells are really mm-hmm. cool. And that's all they have to do. Show me a different color, Nintendo. That's Literally. all. But I think this is a good place for me to stop shouting. <laughs> <laughs> we were mid-screed, you sure? Yeah, yeah, right? And we can go ahead and we can we can kick it on over to some Pokemon news. So let's uh let's go ahead and cue that epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower. This just in and welcome to the news. We've got a few things to talk about today. Uh, actually, a lot. Uh, Pokemon Crocs exists now. So if you're into comfortable footwear, Why? because Why? it's comfortable. <laughs> it's also the ugliest footwear ever invented. I mean, it has, it's a game that has impidimp and lick a tongue, and you're surprised yeah. that they're doing something gross. I don't. That is so fair, actually. <laughs> I think that this was also a little too premature. They should have waited till Fue Coco came out and made Fue Coco Crocs. Fue oh! Crocos! <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, all right, well, we'll move on. Uh, uh, something seems to be planned for October 25th. We have no idea what it is. Mm-hmm. It might be exclusive to Go, given that it was mostly Go stuff that seems to be hinting at it before 7 p.m., 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. local times. Uh, but influencers also have received cards with that date on them. The card has a Gengar hiding in a bush and the same bordering used for Scarlet and Violet. So who knows? This, yeah. uh, the thing on the bordering... I can absolutely see that being uh, intentional as Scarlet Violet uh, hinting, like consistent branding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can also see that being on the recently chosen filigree on the uh, PR teams thing. And they just didn't remember what it was recently used for because these were only <laughs> going out to influencers. Based on like the regional differences in the latest trailer for Scarlet and Violet, I have to agree. Mm-hmm. Like, I just have to agree because like, I just feel like they're I don't want to say they're sloppy. But I want to say somebody's just not paying a lot of attention somewhere. I think mm. somebody is very tired and phoning it in. <laughs> yeah, I think somebody's phoning it in somewhere. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, in case you are also tired and need to chill out, there have been some Pokemon episodes dropped on Netflix. Yay! I don't know why this next thing made the news, but by the way, because it's going to be over by the time the news, by this time the show airs. Oh, yeah. But what the, you could have done was... What you could have done this Sunday is it was the last raid event for Sword and Shield, and it has uncatchable Spectre and Glastier. But if you fight them uh, in the raid, you do get a guaranteed ability capsule, and they always do give you they a 100% chance of a rare berry of some sort. And there's like a 70% chance, I think they drop a bottle cap, and a 40% chance it drops a gold bottle cap. Mm-hmm. So that's something, I guess. I'm still not doing it. Like these uncatchable events just tick me off. I they did reason. it. They're doing it the wrong way. Like the one that was fine, the one uncatchable event that was really good. Well, there were two, I think. The one was the Mewtwo. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really mm-hmm. good. And I think the other one was the Zero Aura. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. And I like they had winners in those, and I really wish they would have kept doing them. 
but they decided well, they no. did nothing changed and then they did them the only difference is now these are way later in the release cycle so people, no no the difference like, the difference for zero aura was zero aura if the community battled so many of them we got a shiny zero zero aura giveaway exactly with yeah, this but not for the mutant with this we don't even get yeah. that this yeah. they are no, dangling something in front yeah. of our faces because when i saw the the piece of news on Serebii, i was like Oh, cool! I get the other. Ho- no, I don't. No, yeah, yeah. I, I understand uncatchable to some extent because they want to keep it legendary. But if they could have been like, "Oh, you battled so many of them. Here's a giveaway of some sort." Exactly. Like, like that. I feel like that would have been. It's the same problem I have with how they've been handling the online competitions and how they've been just making every reward fifty battle points instead of something useful mm-hmm, and cool. <laughs> they are, I think, somewhat disconnected from the community. A bit. Yeah. Speaking of disconnected from the community, hey. this is the last week to earn online battle ribbons for your mythical Pokemon in Sword and Shield, because tying this to an uh, inevitably dying uh, mechanic was the best way to have it mm-hmm. for games that have in, uh, always had carry it with you and do as much as you can in every recent release. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> Pokemon, let's... And, and we need to sit down. You've been doing a lot yeah. that I think is good uh, for your long term. You've been making games that... Uh, I mean, Dexit... It was a whole fuss, but uh, you know you've been really valuing longer term innovation, and then you do something like this that just makes me go. But but why? Yeah, why would you tie this yeah. to that? All right. Well, let's move on. Pokemon Unite, I guess. Pokemon Unite. So Zoroark is releasing on the twenty seventh. Should... Wednesday. What Wednesday? Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, Wednesday. Uh, new Pokemon Unite always release on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. I don't, don't play Unite, so I do. I, I haven't looked at anything about Zoroark because they've just released so many Pokemon back to back to back because mm. they're trying to prevent people from just being able to solely use like free coins that they've earned to buy the Pokemon. So they release mm. like three of them back to back to back when you wouldn't have enough time to get the coins to buy all three. I mean, I'm okay with it, kind of, but I'm also like an adult with money and I know like not everybody's in that same situation. Yeah. TCG news I gave to myself because I wanted, mm-hmm. to, I wanted to complain a little bit. Uh <laughs> The TCG Live beta is now available in Nordic regions. Or for anyone with a VPN, we've just learned. Yeah, you can just get a VPN and download it. But it's uh, you have to play with a VPN. With our too. sponsor. Nord- no. Yeah, right? we don't even, yeah, we don't have that sponsorship. Uh, but they, uh, yeah, the TCG Live beta is in, in the Nordic regions. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm so upset that it's like coming everywhere but the U.S. I think I understand. I understand why, because I think if they release in the U.S., they're just going to have like a massive... One of the largest markets ever. Yeah. No, and I think Pokemon TCG is actually like the largest market is in the US compared to even Japan. Mm. So it makes sense. It's just disappointing. I like, just get it over here, guys. Just get it over here. All right. Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go news. Okay. So also on the 27th, which I have to next Wednesday or this Wednesday when you're listening, uh, the Halloween Part 2 event starts. And it adds costumes for Vulpix and Pamkabu and a new hat for Gengar. Uh, raids will have Giratina origin form. And then there was an update on a page mentioning Azorwa Wansi, but then it was also quickly removed, so we don't know what's going with that. Yeah. Pokemon Go. Uh, <laughs> and after Halloween, we immediately roll into the November 1st uh, update, which will be a 24-hour event for Dia de los Muertos, which will have a capture challenge uh you can get a bunch of really interesting pokemon as well as a simpasuchil crown duskull line i really like the idea of a dusknoir with the flower crown it's cute that sounds very fun 
Well, it said Duskull line, so I assume oh, that the person putting this Duskull. together did the research. <laughs> yeah, I assume Sigma did the research. So, um, I I gave myself this last piece of news. I usually wouldn't um, because I do the focus, but I get to say it. Duh, bears. Uh, November 12th community day will be Teddy Ursa and will introduce Ursa Luna with high horsepower to the game by evolving it during the full moon that will oh. last from 2 p.m. to 6 a.m. on the community day still is only from 2 to 5. I well I think the full moon thing is actually pretty cute. I'm not going to lie. It's so yeah. cool. I really like it. I I really but- I like I I got very excited like when they were showing some early gameplay of like Scarlet and Violet and they, you see the moon because you never get to see the sky previous to like PLA mm-hmm. in Pokémon yeah. games. <laughs> And I that's just, not I, that, that's not entirely true. Um, you did see it in Sun and Moon, and when the game came out, the moon phases were synced to the real world. Oh, that mm-hmm. is true. I do remember that. You are correct. But it's still mostly top down. There are areas where you can see the sky, which has that. Oh, yeah. But it's not like yeah. PLA where you not, can be like, yeah, look not, up not, the sky. You, you can look up in PLA. Yeah. yeah. I, I really like it, um, especially with like the way that Ursaluna exists, and that gives me hope mm-hmm. that Ursaluna will continue to exist. <laughs> will continue yeah, to yeah. exist. Bonus mini mailbag. Did you get the DeBears joke? How old are you? Answer both questions. They are important together. Do you know the Super Bowl shuffle? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when the fridge picked up a guy? <laughs> picked up Walter, his little buddy, Walter Payton, and threw him <laughs> <to> score a <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> I just wanted my little buddy, Walter Payton, to score a touchdown. <laughs> It's like, I shouldn't have gotten the joke, but I did, because I know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 1985, the Bear, the New York, or the New England Patriots didn't let Walter Payton into the end zone the entire game. And it was very sad. <laughs> very sad. Hey, now we had something between your two news pieces, yeah, so you could okay. do the prediction. Yay, fuck this pokey prediction. <laughs> the next season of the anime, that's still not announced yet somehow. Um, will it, will we have Ash? Will we have Go? Will we have both? Or will we have neither? This is a- We'll definitely have Ash. Yeah, we're gonna have Ash. Like, I don't, I don't know why this is, like, the community is going nuts about this. We're like, hey, we're gonna lose Ash. And I'm like, uh, no. no, we're not. Remember in Gen 8 when, uh, they were like, he's now Pokemon Master, so he's like, yeah. mm-hmm. never he's coming gone. back. He wanna Re- leave, remember- he's a Pokemon Master. That's really ill-defined concept. Yeah, I mean, look, Pokemon Master is not an end goal that it, it exists. It is a constant journey of self-improvement until they stop making money and then it'll be defined. Yes. Wow. Uh, even then, I don't think it will be. I think it, Ash will just tell himself that no matter what, he that thinks he's, he's reached a, it. He, has he, hit he the thinks he's, a, he's at least a Pokemon Master in his heart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the true Pokemon Master was the friendships we made along the way. The, po- I, yeah, the Pokemon actually, Master was in me the entire time. Mm-mm. Uh, I th- I think that we'll have Ash. I think that Go will make a cameo, and then we'll have yeah, I think, someone I, new. I think Go will no longer be. I I think they are going to drop him, mostly because I think I think some he is going some, to <clears throat> Go. <laughs> well, I think Go is somewhat reactionary, like a reactionary character. Um, because Pokemon, uh, like after the release of Pokemon Go, Pokemon got like really really excited about Pokemon Go. If you all remember, mm-hmm. that's I'm sure. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they saw millions of potential yes. customers, uh, mm-hmm. and that's why we got the game that we all know as Pokemon Let's Go, um, Pikachu <laughs> Um and that we all know how that went, mm-hmm. and and we know that didn't go like as well as they probably intended it. So I 
but at the same time that that game released, we also got the new anime, which had Go in it, um, whose name is a thinly veiled reference to Pokemon Go. Um, and to the point that they were showing like the Pokemon Go eggs, like in cameo sequences in the show. And they were Gosh. showing, uh, they had the thing that upset me the most in that entire anime where Go learns to catch Pokemon. And there's just a voice from the ether that just goes, great. Ooh. Uh, yeah. And I was just like, why? We didn't need that. This that two need second happen. joke has had more discussion on this podcast yes. than the joke actually exists. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Because it upsets me, Linian. <laughs> no, me. really. Yes. It upsets I me. I didn't know how you felt about it. <laughs> it upsets me very much. Pokemon, get your stuff together. <laughs> get your ducks in a line. Realize the video game is where it's at. And the trading card game is pretty fun, too. Uh, it's uh, absolutely the trading card game is where it's at if it is profit margins. Yes. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. You're printing cardboard, you say? Um, no, you're printing money. You're printing <laughs> There's just an interim step where it's cardboard. Man, I, I, know, I think we talked about it on the show, but like the t- trading card game, oh my gosh. Like They reported that um, they reported at the beginning of this year that at, throughout the history of Pokemon, they had sold like 40 billion Pokemon cards total or 41, 42 billion Pokemon wow. cards total, um, which is an amazing number. What's even more amazing is that 9 billion of those had come in the previous year to that number being reported. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just to give you like a like a idea of like how many people are just like opening these packs. That's terrifying in a way. Yeah, Pokemon, like, Pokemon TCG, like, is just raking in the money, man. It's doing wow. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, on that terrifying note, uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. So we're going to kick it on over to Puckle's Poke Quiz. Hello and welcome to the Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Professor Snag with the rules. The co-hosts are working together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that you, the listeners, have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The hosts can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct without using the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host. Thank you for that introduction. We're going to jump right into it. Our first question this week is going to come from Dreamer's Wake. What Pokemon, when using the heavy metal ability, becomes the heaviest Pokemon? Mm. I think it's a cute question. Hmm. I like it. Very so, cute. as in, it becomes... So, because heavy metal, yeah, heavy metal, like doubles their weight, right? Mm -hmm. So, what Pokemon, when you double their weight, that has that ability, would be heavier than you know Celesteela or Cosmo? We should, we should remember which Pokemon have heavy metal as an ability. Uh, Agron, Copperaja. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then Duraludon. Um, no, Caesar is light metal. Scissor has light metal, yes. So, of all of those that you said, all of them seem like good candidates. Yeah, which um, was part of the problem with it, because, like... I think <laughs> I think the biggest of them is Copperaja. 
Because Duraludon, like, it's a skyscraper, but no, it's actually it's not, not that tall. He's very, he's made of aluminum, basically. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'd say titanium. Yeah. Copperage, probably. Agron, I don't know what Agron weighs. I know Copperage weighs a lot. Enough for Heavy Slam to be, like, relatively usable in a tier that has uh, a couple of... Mm-hmm-hmm. Uh, a couple of bulky boys that are pretty heavy. I don't actually know how much Agron weighs. Okay, so hmm, I think it's a coin flip at this point because I don't know either. Um, all right. What do you think weighs more, uh, an elephant or a dinosaur? Huh. Depends on the dinosaur. Okay. Well, like a big one. A big a one. A big one. <laughs> well. Then it would have to be, huh? Uh, uh, Agron, like I feel like he's he's a big chonker. He's a dinosaur like, man. I feel okay. So I am okay with answering Agron, but I will like give you this this little tidbit. Did Agron change weight when it mega evolved? Uh, I think it lightened. Okay, cool. Because it, so it loses the rock. Saying, I think it's just refined rock, to steel. We're saying rock is heavier than metal here, which doesn't make sense. But let's okay, go with it. Okay, but the ore within uh, the ore containing metal is heavier than the metal itself. Okay, so let's say Agron. And if it's wrong, then Pokemon is bad at science, and we are right anyway. Sure. Agron, <laughs> Agron is incorrect. The correct oh, okay. answer is Kaparaja. Oh, okay. Pokemon Copper- is bad at science. Yeah, Copperaja is typically 650 kilograms, and it is actually uh, 1,300 kilograms when you double it, obviously, which is higher than Pokemon's yeah. like willing to put into the thing. Uh, also, they don't want to put a fourth digit. Let's be honest. Yeah, and in, yeah. And, in uh, and in stupid units, that is 2,866 pounds. <laughs> so, thank you for saying it so that I didn't have to. As a scientist, <laughs> as a scientist. <laughs> All right, this next question is going to come to you from, you know what, uh, we're going to go ahead and ask you about this question from Lil Churchy, mostly because I like their name. <laughs> uh, what many, how many individual Gen 5 Pokemon made it into Pokemon Legends Arceus? Hisuian forms do count. Okay. Um, I give you a plus or minus can- one on this. We obviously have uh, the Samurai line. <laughs> yeah, so Samurai, Petalil, Lilligant, Basculin. Uh, Wait, are, d- we, are d- we counting Pokemon or lines? Pokemon. Pokemon, individual. I'm counting them up to set. Okay. I was up to six. Mm-hmm. Uh, did, no, I was up to five. Basculin, six. The genies. Yes. That's uh, it. That, that's I'm trying nine. to remember the name of the bird. Rufflet and... Um, Braviary. That's, thank you. Um, yeah, that's, 11. That's 11. Uh, the only then, things that were added had regional forms. Mm-hmm. Wait, did we add four genies or three? It should no, be three, three, but I don't know if I just three. did if I mentally added. No, no, added no. Four. I did three. Okay. I did three. Okay, so we're at eleven. Yeah. Um. So it's only stuff with regional forms, you said, right? No, 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 regional no, no, forms, no, no. Regional forms. No, regional forms. Uh, regional forms count as well. Yes, oh. but other than the yeah, genies but- that they added a fourth one, the everything that appeared had some variant. Like, they didn't just stick a random Gen 5 Mon to die out. They were all Mm-mm. 
tied somehow to Hisui. Wait, um, are there any like other mythical or legendaries that appear from Gen 5? No. I don't think so. They were no, pretty much the only legendaries are the standard ones, the genies, and then because uh, the standard ones are how you get all the plates. The genies are how you get an amorous, and mm-hmm. the mythicals are all pack in bonuses. Exactly. So yeah, um, I'm just trying to think if I'm missing any Pokemon, any regionals. Um, mm. Oh, oh, Whimsicott. Yes. What generation did Zoroark come out in? Oh, that's right. That's 13. <laughs> 13. So let's say 14, because we've got a plus or minus of one, and I could have forgotten something. <laughs> uh, okay. That's within uh-huh. the margin of error. Uh, the answer okay. is just 13. Okay. So, <laughs> we did get them. The answer is just 13. It is not 14. Thank so. you, Lenian, for remembering. It's even my favorite. Yeah, right? See, like, I, I felt real bad. So you guys got uh, your one for two there. Your next question is your Pokedex entry, as always, is going to come to you from... We're going to say Trev, the late night legend. It's Pokemon Shield entry reads, It's so vicious that it's called the Sand Demon. Yet when confronted by Hippowdon, this Pokemon keeps a low profile and will never pick a fight. Who's that Pokemon? The Sand Demon? Gara? I don't know. <laughs> Gara's a good answer. <laughs> okay, so... Um, um, I'm trying to think. That wouldn't be... What's the name of the snake that got its head in a donut? Yeah, uh, okay, so Silly Cobra. Um, Sandaconda and, and Silly Sandaconda. Cobra, yeah. Uh, I want to say it could also be um, the Crocodile line. Yeah, that's the other one that comes to mind. Um, because, but, because honestly, like... Sandaconda doesn't look terribly vicious. But I mean, neither does Beautifly. We all know how that one goes. Okay, okay, that's fair, that's fair. Uh, that said, I do think... I don't think you're wrong. Um, mm. I'm just trying to think of things that were in the desert in Gen 7. Or Gen 8, rather. Hmm. I'm, I'm down. I'm down to guess as our first one, uh, or Crocorock, let's say. Okay, I, sure, it, why not? I think Crocodile would... would. Crocodile would start fights. I don't yeah, think but it's a dark would. type, so some of them are cowardly. So sure, yeah. let's sure. let's go with Crocorock. Crocorock is unfortunately incorrect. You get one more entry. It's going to be from Pokemon okay. Black, and mm-hmm. it reads: Possessing a sturdy build, it takes pride in its strength, taking down foes without using toxins. Hmm. So it's a poison type. It's a poison type in the desert. Hmm. Um. What? What? <laughs> oh, 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 right. I remember this Dex entry. It's Drapion. Drapion. It's one yeah. of those things where it's like, oh, right. I guess you're in the desert, but yeah. you've you've only appeared in marshes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so true. I, okay. Drapion. Drapion is correct. Uh <laughs> he only appeared in marshes. That is true. Though. He's only showed up in marshes in every game except for Poke- uh, new Pokemon Snap. <laughs> yep. You are uh, two for three right now. Your next question is your multiple answer question. You can get up to three points here. Mm-hmm. We are going to go ahead. Uh, I will give you the choice. Uh, 
do you want a question about Pokemon moves or do you want a picture uh, question about the anime? Well, moves, moves. obviously. Moves. Okay, that's what I figured. I was, I was going to give you the 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 benefit here. Okay, so there are eleven answers to this question. Okay. Um, for every three you give me, I will give you a point. If you get all eleven, you can pat yourselves on the back, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So this is from Fable Flygon. What are the 11 moves that can change the type of the user or the target upon use? Okay. Um, burn up, trick or treat. So you have to lock these in, obviously. But, uh, okay, I'm locking yeah. in all three. All three of those are correct. Okay. Forest curse, magic powder. That is five. Roost. That is, that Roost is six. Doesn't... Yeah, it, it yeah, does. Okay. Yeah, it, it drops does. your flying it, type. It drops your flying I don't, type. Okay, it does drop it. Okay, okay. Yep. I thought it just made it uh, not applicable or something like that. No, you lose the flying type for just like that turn. Okay. Uh, that is six. So you got you got uh, another five we, to we're go. We're counting cold moves, yeah? Uh, what do you mean cold moves? Moves that didn't make it into... Oh, yeah. Jenny. Oh, cold. Cold. I heard cold, like the temperature, and I was yeah, like... Ice moves. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, <laughs> what is a cold move, Lydian? <laughs> One that's ice... Uh, ice cold. All uh, right, all right, all right. Um, camouflage, yeah. conversion, conversion one, uh, conversion, conversion two, rather. Uh, yes, yeah. all of those are correct. That gives you all of the answers. Um, the the other two um, are, well, one of them is reflect type, the move that nobody uses. And mm-hmm. the other one that is kind of like a tricky move, but is technically correct, is, uh, is transform. Uh, oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, I would have gotten reflect type. I was about to say it would not have uh, gotten transform. No, yeah, transform. Tra- but yeah, that gives you three points. So you guys are up to five for four. You guys are doing. You're doing. You're doing pretty swell. Doing Thanks. swell. This last question is your base stat question, as always. And we would like the hint. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> and this is going to come to you from. Uh, let's see. Let's see. You know what? I like this one. Uh, this one is from Polywo. What non-legendary, non-mega ground type has the highest special attack? And I would like to give you that this is also a dual type ground type um, introduced in Generation 3. Okay, Gladel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, special attack? By special yeah. attack. Highest special uh, attack. Sounds like Gladel. Let's think about it of for a moment types. more, but... Um, I Claydol's attack stats are kind of jank. I thought I thought they were very bad. Um. Okay. Let's. I, I thought the special attack was very decent. Um. But I no, might be its wrong. attacks uh, are are tied. Um. I'm just trying oh, to think okay. of Gen three ground types. Hmm. Uh, oh, well, Mega Camerupt. Well, no well, Mega. Non Mega. No oh, no Mega. Okay. Camera up would be uh, I mean, an answer. Camera up itself is like <laughs> is not over a hundred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Camera up is like surprisingly okay. Hmm. What else? Yeah, is it uh, I can't so think of anything in Gen three that tops a hundred. Flygon doesn't have a great special attack. And, yeah. Clayton um, mm. is all defenses, if I remember right. Okay. So that's out. And I think those are the only three, uh, unless you're thinking it's Ninkata or Swampert. No, I think those are the only Gen 3 <laughs> ground du- dual types. Mm, wait, um, there's also Wish Cash, but that's more physical. It's just all HP. And there are so many of rounded. These. I didn't realize there were so mm. many in Gen 3. 
There's a lot of them, but, actually, if you stop Yeah, Wishcash is it. just HP, and then it has Dragon Dance, so it became physical. Yeah, yeah I guess. Uh, but I don't think any of them beat, like, the 100 or so that Camerupt is before it Mega Evolves. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I would take another, like, 10 seconds to think about it, but I think you're right. Um... All right, mm. final answer, Wormadam. No. <laughs> That's Gen 4. I know. Yeah. What's the answer? What are no, you going with? Yeah. I'm going on Camerupt. I really can't yeah. think of anything else. Camerupt is correct. Um, Good. Camerupt mm -hmm. has a base special attack of 105, um, <laughs> which, which puts it on wow. the top of all ground types um, <laughs> without Megas. The next one is Palosand, by the way, at base 100. Yeah, I can see that. Yep, I, I knew that was that. 100 flat. So. And then Gastrodon at 92. Yeah, makes sense. So, insanity. what is it with Megas? I don't know. I don't have that data. You guys are acting like I know everything. I don't know everything. <laughs> well, I mean, Mega Camera, if Sublime probably. was here, he would know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he would because he memorized all of it, so everybody gets tricky with it. And actually, I looked it up. Uh, it's You're incorrect. It's Primal Groudon. <laughs> oh, uh, well, yeah. Oh, oh if you included well, Legendaries. At 150. Yeah, if you included Legendaries. Include legendaries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you include Megas, it is uh, Camera Up. It's probably still Camera Up again. It's probably Camera Up again, yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you, if you, here's my favorite. If you include Megas, number two is Mega Garchomp with 120. <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, that Pokemon's such a weird one. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to go ahead and kick it on over then to the topic. Uh, wait, no, I do need to give trivia scores because that gives you how many points? Say six. Is that the answer? Did you guys get six? Yeah, yeah sure. Six. That feels right. Yeah. Oh, okay. That changes up the standings kind of, but not really. It just, it maintains the six way tie we've been having. Um, and okay, because you've all been really good about like actually spreading out yourselves out on the show. <laughs> In first place, we've got Linian with 12 points <gasps> in their race to 40. Uh, in second place, we've got Mark with eight. And in a one, two, three, four, five, six way tie in third place, we've got uh, Claude Nine, R Sigma, Jushiro, Seth Vilo, Shark Finnegan, and Whimsicott with six. Everybody else has yet to get on the board. Isn't that exciting? All right. And on that note, we are going to go ahead and we are going to kick it on over to the topic. We have another iTunes review this week coming to you from Treeboy212. Finally, five stars. Finally, a good Pokemon podcast with Pokemon nerds like me. I'm a lonely kid and Pokemon doesn't give you many friends, unfortunately. I'm going to have to disagree with you there, Treeboy. But we appreciate the review. And if you want to drop us a review wherever you listen to the podcast, we would really appreciate it. It helps people find the show. But until then, on with the topic. And welcome to our topic. Our topic today is going to be all of the first looks that have come out this week for Scarlet and Violet because Nintendo invited everybody except for us to come and play it for uh, two hours. Cowards. How very dare they? How dare they not invite me to come play the game for two hours? And I, I, I think the problem would be like too many people would ask me questions, like specifically my wife. And she, cause she'd be like, she'd be like, okay, so what did you see that like wasn't announced yet? And like, you know, she just bugged me about it. Yeah. And you can tell her. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, well, I can't like do that. You know, <laughs> I signed like an NDA. I'm not allowed. <laughs> so it, yeah, I, I, it's probably a good thing they didn't invite me. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, there were, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I didn't see too much that I got excited about, but I know you guys got excited about it. I mean, I'm excited for these games, but it was nothing that I, I didn't already expect, you know? I, 
I can't say that I am as excited for these games as I was for the previous generations, but mm. there were a few things that, like, stuff that we mostly already knew or were speculating about that I Got liked. codified, yeah. Yes. And so uh, I guess I can say that these previews did make me a little more excited for the games, which I really appreciated <laughs> because, uh, like, we're almost there. I want some more hype. So what did you see that, like, got you excited for these previews? That, like, I guess okay, that's Okay, so a first of all, since, since it's me, uh, the very full character customization... Oh, okay. That's that's fair. That, that the cus- character customization is good. I don't know. For me, I'm just like, yeah, this is going to happen inevitably. So, well, but it's also significantly improved. Like hair color, like, hairstyles, and clothing no longer is locked to uh, whatever gender you pick at the start of play. Yeah, exactly. Thank God, which I really appreciate. A what lot. a stupid, what a stupid thing to do. By the way, well, yeah. it, it means making double the models, but they just decided that that was an acceptable cost. Uh, in addition, it's let you do things like, it's not just the same face with a couple of different, like, exactly. That's color what I things. Like. like, it's really have some full customization yeah. on that. I, I, it's agree. not, it's not Gen 7, Gen 8 again. It's like, it's an, it's some marked improvement. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And I really like being able to customize my characters as much as I can. So that one was, you know, a really good one for me. And I guess uh, the other one, which we were kind of expect, but the confirmation that the shiny Pokemon are visible in the overworld. That's true. Gave me two kinds of emotions. One is, oh my gosh, I love that. That's really cool. And the other was, oh, Linian was right. People are going to be so frustrated when their Pokemon just automatically knocks off a shiny on the screen. That's absolutely that's absolutely going to be what happens. It's absolutely what's well. Gonna be. Yeah, it's not because we got some interesting information on auto battle. Okay. It's not mm-hmm. quite auto. I mean, it is. It's not like you have to go and mash it, but you have to select the targets manually. I think it was specifically to avoid auto killing shinies, or oh. if you're in an area where you're trying to get like one rare spawn, having your Pokemon that you're just having farm while you. You know, mm-hmm. wait for, yeah. say, Dunsparce, someone mentioned, uh, runs away. So your Pokemon doesn't just run and ruin that for you. So you do have to target it. I like that. I'm okay with that. Okay, okay. I, I didn't really notice that. No, That's yeah, good. I think that was a good decision. I like that. Yeah, I mean, I saw I saw a lot of the reviews where they're just like, the one that really upset me, because I watched IGNs, and they uh, talked about doing the- Classic uh, mistake. Well, I watched, I, I mean, mm-hmm. yes, but it's it was also short, and it's at least written in an essay. Uh, and Fair. so I, I like, I like doing that because I can always like, you can read like the transcript of the video, um, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate of IGN, if nothing else, because I do not like the reviews most of the time, but that's a completely different story. Uh, but I, I watched that and they, uh, they talked about how they were doing the auto battle for, uh, the star road thing mm-hmm. where they were doing the fire type one and they, they said, "Well, I just used a bunch of water types, and it was like pretty easy." And then they're just, and then they're just like, "Then the Nintendo rep told me if I would have used something like the Ice type C Titan, it would have been much harder." And I'm like, "Yes, of course." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. What is this comment? <laughs> if I would have used the, if I would have used the type that was bad against it, it wouldn't have been gone. It wouldn't have gone well. Yeah, no kidding. So a little bit of uh, additional information. So auto battle doesn't just uh, auto battle is different than like it automatically runs an entire battle sim. 
you take some damage, your opponent takes some damage, type and level uh, of both participants matter. Mm -hmm. So you will take chip, even if you're one-shotting everything over time, just to kind of tax things without taxing your literal power points. Yeah, no, I do. That's good, yeah. What the rep probably meant to say is, hey, if you're doing all of this auto-battling, note that the type, that ice type, would have been taking a lot more extra damage in an attempt Mm. to explain the system. And then it came off as very well, obviously, when... You know, yeah. there is something to know there. Fair. I was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't so, use a Titan against this either. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, a couple of things that we did get out of this that uh, I was excited by. Uh, they have, there are 18 badges. They are tied to a combination of the gems, the mystic herbs, each give you one, and each of the team star bases. I assumed that was wow. going to be the case once they announced the three paths. Because yeah, but they never announced that badges were part of any of the other ones. Yeah. Well, I guess they didn't say they were badges. I just assumed that no. each, that each leader was going to be, and the Titans were going to encompass all eighteen types. That was yeah, especially but, in a, especially in a game that like focuses on terrestrialization with all eighteen types. It kind of feels like uh it, it feels like how uh they were trying to do it in Sun and Moon with the Z crystals, mm-hmm. and like you yes. battle a trainer of each type, and that's how you got each Z crystal. Mm-hmm. And then you just randomly find one in a cave. Even then, they had people tied to those types. It was just in a different place. Yeah, exactly. It's, it kind of feels like that. I mean, I, this is what I've wanted for years. Like, I, I would love 18 badges. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, and I think they did it smart in that it isn't just 18, 18 gems. gems. Exactly. I, I'm okay with that, too. I guess the follow-up question would be for that. Like, if we get eight... So, let's say I do Star Road. And I get five badges from Star Road. And then I get like three from the Titans. Can I like go to Victory Road? Is that allowed? That's a good question. We don't know. Probably not. Probably not because I assume you need that. Uh, that's at the A, you either need 18. No, I doubt you need 18, but. No, I think, I think, I think not because the path where you challenge mm. the gyms is specifically called the Victory Road path. That's true. Yeah, but. I do. I think that it might literally be that you until you get all eighteen, that en- that true end game is locked off. I could see that. Oh, like true end game. I agree, but I assume you could go like do battle. You could like go do Pokemon League stuff if you just got the eight badges from the Victory Road path. Yeah, I I think it's probably gonna be that if you need all eighteen to get into that, because we had been so. There's been something that has been. Um, talked about by both the company and especially the leaks. Don't worry, I'm not going to get into the leaks at all. Um, But just that, that there is a definitive end to the game and that it's not necessarily tied to one of the story paths. So, to me, it would make the most sense if, you know, the traditional endgame tournament is just locked, or tournament Elite Four, whatever it is, is just locked behind completion of all 18 checks. Mm, I don't know. I think... We'll see. The way I see it, but... Keep in mind, I might be completely wrong because I have not looked at the leaks. Is that like the phrasing in the trailers makes me think you can become a champion, and it's specifically not the champion, a champion. Yes, a champion. I agree with that. By doing the Victory Road Path. And then, since, you know, this has a lot of elements from PLA, PLA had, if you, like, it had a lot of post game in a way. So I'm thinking maybe at this is also a hope of mine because I love story-based stuff. I'm hoping there's like a plot that opens up if you get all 18 badges. I'm not asking for a big one, but 
you know, a little uh, Delta episode thing, maybe. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we got something in DLC, right? Because I, I think we'll get proper DLC like Sword and Shield did. Probably, yes. But I would I would like like a proper ending to be in the main game. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll have a proper ending. But I, I, I think we'll get a good ending. Um, I'm sure the game will be fun. And DLC will add like another story or two for us mm, to go play. That would be nice. Yeah. Uh, a couple of other things that we got some information on. One is uh, some functionality of terrestrialization that is truly cursed information. Go ahead. I don't think it's that cursed. But <laughs> well, so here's how it works. Uh, if you're the same type as everyone predicted, um, your stab goes from two uh, 1.5 to 2.0. That's a reasonable boost. So it's adaptability. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, it becomes adaptability. If you change types, uh, you gain the new stab, full stop. Yeah. You don't lose your old ones. Oh, you don't lose the old stab. Oh. You don't lose the old ones. That's weird. I don't like that. You lose the type, but you don't lose the stab? Yep. Just the type oh. chart. This is horrible. I hate this decision. I don't like that they did that. Then there's no. no downside. There's no downside. There is zero. Well, I don't mind that there's no downside to a once per battle mechanic. That's fine. Uh, but this is not the way to do it. No, I think there needs to be a. I think there needs to be a downside to a mechanic where you can switch your type and it requires no item. I think there needs to be a downside. The downside is that you lose the resistances of your previous type. But if your previous type is like ice or normal, yeah. So. So it's, uh... That's dumb. I don't like that's that. That's not a good sign. I don't like that. Uh, it's not a good sign for the competitive. It'll be fine. It'll be fine for the story play. It's a win button. Who cares? It does make your terrestrialized Pokemon a bit too central to your strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it. I don't mm-hmm. see it as bad. I, I don't see it as it's bad, as, bad as, as Dynamax. Dynamax. Dynamax no. And even then, Dynamax worked really well in doubles. Yeah, because you could double into a slot. Yeah, you could fine. double into a slot, which is probably the same idea for VGC here, because God forbid they think about single battles, the one that people actually <laughs> want to play. I mean, it's so true, though. You just look at, like, the numbers of participants in BSS versus even BSS, like the garbage format it is. Mm. Sorry, Greel. It, it's not nearly as fun, in, in my opinion, as playing something like full 6v6 OU. No. Yeah. That's the thing I really want, which we're not going to find out about until November 19th. <laughs> I am not, I, I'm not holding my breath. I'm not holding my breath, but like, I want to know. I want to know. You know what I mean? Like, if timer's I, in. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. wondering, I'm wondering if you could do the thing where like you invite your friend to your game and you guys could just like do it, you know, and then timer doesn't exist. That would be so cool. So we do know that they have, um, cause I did talk about the multiplayer functionality, but it yeah. sounded mm-hmm. like that it was just, you ha- your stamps automatically appear Stamps are the Gen 8 thing. I don't know if it's called that exactly. Yeah. Automatically mm-hmm. appear to everyone around there. I don't know if you can mm-hmm. specifically do a different kind of battle or if it just runs on the same multiplayer framework. They didn't confirm it at all. No, they haven't confirmed it, which is why I said it's going to we're going to wait till the 19th, man, which is very close. Um, I, I both hate and love being an adult because time moves a lot faster when you're an adult. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't feel like I've been waiting nearly as long as, as like I have in the past for Pokemon games. Uh huh. As of recording, we are uh twenty six days, fifteen hour, uh, thirteen hours, nineteen minutes, and twenty three seconds away. Yeah, I have a countdown thing. I can just tab to. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not counting down because I mean, in my mind at this point, it's like it gets here when it gets here. You know. Mm. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna play it when it gets here. 
I do because I need something to look forward to at all times, and that's the next thing I am looking forward to. So being able to just stand there as something terrible happens and go, okay, I can make it. I can make it 23 days. <laughs> I also really like the uh, I the thing I liked that we didn't get to see a lot of in the other trailers that we didn't get to see in these. I really enjoyed the art you get for like the party, like your party screen art. Yes. Oh, yeah. It looks really good. I actually really like that because like they, they started updating them in Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, uh, which was, well, yeah, it was kind of bad. Because in Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, like, half of them were still the old ones, and half of them were the new mm-hmm. ones. And honestly, I really like the old ones. I love, like, super pixelated ones, especially when you're dealing with, like, a PC box. Like Abra. Yeah, I, I love it. But then they, like, started upgrading, like, some of them, and but not all of them. And so it looks really awkward and out of place. And then Sword and Shield uh, had, like, I'd say, like, 90% of them updated, but some of them were still running. Yeah, and then they have, like, Lanoon. <laughs> BDSP looked amazing. Yeah, and then like some of them are still pixelated, and it's just like, okay, sure. Uh, I, I'm very much so looking forward to uh, taking a look at these because they they actually look really good. Um, I I like the art style they went with them too. Um, they aren't they aren't like the the art style I really dislike is uh, the art style of like Dream World. I don't mm. think it's very yeah, good. Yeah, that's super washed out, floaty. This is very good. It's kind of minimalist very good. without being yes. free of design. You it's know? because it's got some shadows. That's literally the yeah. answer. It's got mm. some shadows. Speaking speaking of things that look good or bad, I think I will have a real problem with this game because I like sandwiches. And oh, God. They made me hungry. They looked good enough to make me hungry. Okay, uh, I, I was yeah. gonna say I was gonna say some of the shots I saw of sandwich making made me think of like some really Cooking Mama. bad. Yeah, like it made me think of Cooking Mama and how that game is like kind of clunky a little bit. I don't know. It looked very very hard to control. It's gonna be frustrating. It made me think of like VR games where like you're supposed to grab yes. stuff, and yeah. I was just like, is this gonna be clunky? I don't really want. It's not going to be fun. Surgeon Simulator, but with sandwiches. Uh, yeah. I did hear that it was, like, okay, and but it does give boost, so, like, maybe that's a reason to actually do it. Yeah, um, it doesn't look like it's, like, a bit... We'll see if it does the thing that would frustrate me in Friendship Destroy. Uh, yeah. Friendship mm. Scale. Uh, super... If it does the, like, healing and thing, like, I get that it's, it's just... Come on. Uh, but besides that, uh, you can get uh, boosts to appearance rates of Pokemon, to capture rates of Pokemon uh, by types. Um, also, appearance rate, uh, you can get a shiny boost. Yep, I did oh. see that. Yeah, you can get a shiny boost. Oh, 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 that's interesting. Yeah, shiny hunters are going to love this game. Uh, you can also get uh, type attack boosts, which means the speed run for this will probably include sandwich making. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's... Which I just find deeply funny. <laughs> I love that. How fast can you surgeon simulator a sandwich? Uh, <laughs> get, get three, no more than three, but no fewer than uh, <laughs> the two pieces of salami on that sandwich. Add one pickle, frame skip. <laughs> there's gonna be there's gonna be something called the pickle strategy. Oh, and we're all gonna die laughing. <laughs> I just, I, I think I just killed Lanyon. I like the idea of picnics. I, I I actually use Pokemon Camp and Sword and Shield a lot, um, but that was mostly because it was like a mobile Pokemon Center. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> get a shiny no sandwich percent. <laughs> uh, so there there are some other things that were uh, were talked about. 
Oh, I really, I really like the little like shower thingy. The shower thingy was adorable. Yeah, you can wash your Pokemon like it's Jet Seven again. Yeah, where you can wash your Pokemon. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that was cute. I don't know. They're, I wish they would have talked more about the egg mechanic too. Oh yeah, that I'm really curious about that. I'm very curious how the egg mechanic works. The Pokemon that everyone was given were the same six to start with, and they were Fukoko, Wiglet, Bellabolt. Uh, for a giraffe, uh, Armor Rouge or Serilege, depending on their version, and Satitan. So, uh, it is entirely possible that none of these are in the same egg group, and that that's how that works. Uh, yeah, I want to know. I just want to know if there's any control. I just want to know if there's any control. I'd be okay if there wasn't, as long as there was another place where you could get some control. I'd be okay with a mixture of yeah. both. Mm-hmm. I said it before. Like One of my favorite things in all of Pokemon is the odd egg in Pokemon Crystal. Mm, yeah. I would love something like that again. Gen 7 had that thing with the Pocopelico things where they would wander into yeah. your farm. But that just was, yeah, it was yeah, similar. Cute. It was similar. Uh, they did the same thing with Pokemon Camp. Pokemon Camp, you could just randomly have Pokemon wander in. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but, I, but I do think it's, like, pretty important that they give you a chance. Yes. To control things. It's still so... Okay, so I have this Pokemon, and I want to give one of this Pokemon to my friend. I have that Pokemon make an egg. Yeah, they've been really good about not getting rid of features that people liked. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep, that was sarcasm, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) A couple of minor things. We found out, uh, we found out, uh, uh, Terra Blast's base power is 80. That's okay. That's, 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 that's okay. I'm gonna say it's okay. It's not 90. It's okay. <laughs> if you don't have a move of that type, you can use it. Um, notably, uh, this is real good for people who lost return and also yep. want to use uh, Terra for normal types. Um, I do miss return. To be fair, I thought return- calling return was stupid. Yeah. Or at the very least, not replacing it with some widely available higher BP normal, normal type move. move. Yeah. 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 I, I thought getting rid of return was stupid, so this makes sense. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yep. And another thing that uh, we got, I guess, full confirmation for, even though it was pretty obvious, probably, is that there are zero random encounters and the Nazla community is probably going to... Ah, uh, that's fine. They can be that. Everybody went on and on about how they want overworld Pokemon all the time. Their entire life. And then we finally get it. And then if you're going to be like, but then I can't Nuzlocke in this very specific format that Pokemon doesn't support. And it's just like, yes. Do do you remember how Nuzlocke used to be this whole thing where um, it was specifically for variation? Not even for Mm -hmm. challenge so much as it was to make playing the games different and engaging. Yes. Mm -hmm. And now you have a game that you can play like three times over doing different things from the start. That should be... Yeah, that that should be by itself enough for you. And if it isn't, that means you're not playing enough variety. Go go buy a different video game for your own sake. I'm not trying to be like, get out if you don't like the games. I'm saying that if these aren't doing it for you, please have a healthy media diet for your own sake. I mean, like, I understand it because Nuzlocke's are really fun. And if you really yes. like them, I understand the frustration. But also, okay, you can do it that specific way. Just, I don't know, like blindfold yourself for real (laughs) or just if you're gonna do that play one that works for it not every game needs to be hyper optimized for a specific run exactly yeah no exactly that's that's what i mean like if you like this game just make a small adaptation 
Yep. And you can still enjoy it by me do like doing a Nuzlocke. Okay, I understand the excitement of the random encounter, but you're already like playing a game by making up rules for yourself. So make up another rule that you're closing your <laughs> eyes before entering an area. Yeah. You know, it's a bit annoying, but... We also got to watch uh, at least 10 seconds or so of the Pokemon of the guy on the bike uh, using Miraidon to like mm-hmm. roll and jump and climb and fly. And it was all available, at least in this demo. It might not be all available from the start, but it looks like it is. Yeah, I wondered about that. Okay, so is this available because they gave them a demo? Or is this actually available from the start? Because that changes everything. I would assume it's all available from the start, given how they were showing the first route area. And it was extremely vertically oriented, to the point where I was going, oh, it's a tutorial. Oh. So not not like a tutorial they're going to make you play, but in like, if the first area is really hilly, and then you naturally learn how to use the climbing mechanics... Versus if they start you in an open field, they'll have to put them later. So I'm, I am reasonably sure that you're going to start with all of them. I hope so. Because backtracking is annoying in such a big place. And how it it looks like it works is you just drive till you hit a slant and then you climb it. And then you get up and then ride again. And then uh, according to Cerebi to glide, all you had to do was double jump. There's a jump button. You hit it again and you coast. Easy. Very good. Easy peasy. Overworld behavior is radically different, uh, like in uh, Legends Arceus. Some Pokemon charge you. I love that. But Paris isn't in the game, so how does that happen? <laughs> Paris isn't in the game, so they charge you instead of throwing random spores. Yeah. Uh, while, on the other hand, uh, other Pokemon will just straight up run away, so you'll need to sneak up and catch them. And There's a little bit of that back without being a, a full... PLA. You still have to do standard battles to catch them. What I really liked from what Joe said in his preview, which is the one I watched, is that he actually like saw um, Pokemon interacting with each other on the field. That's cute. And that's going to be real cute. I like that. I'm into it. I'm into it. I I mean, I'm, I've just always been happy and excited for these games, mostly because after playing Legends Arceus, I was like, oh, this is the way they want to go. I'm into it. Uh, and that appears to be what they're doing. I mean, Legends Arceus, the thing I hated the most about that was the battle system, and obviously that's not in this one. Yeah. So this is this is very exciting for me. Yeah. I mean, you can't catch the Pokemon straight out, which I'm also okay with, oddly. Like, yeah, I don't. That doesn't hurt me. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm, I'm okay catching them the old way. Yeah, I don't mind yeah. catching things the old way. As long as I don't have to catch 10 of them to complete a dex entry, I don't care if it takes me longer to do each individual catch. Yeah. Um, I really like what they're doing with the multiplayer function. Like, they've quick-mapped emotes. Uh, The raid battles are, uh, like, everyone can terrestrialize. Uh, You don't have to wait as much. It seems like they took a lot of the legitimate complaints about how Sword and Shield really didn't have great like yes. raids were a good addition but they could have but they could use improvement and they did yeah. and uh the rest of it wasn't multiplayer and they went oh <laughs> let's actually make sure we have all the pieces in place to facilitate a good multiplayer experience i still i still feel like wild area and sword and shield was a later addition to their idea mm-hmm. of sword and shield and that i which is fine because it's obviously something that they wanted to try to include in pokemon and they yeah. wanted some form of their vision to be there. But I think this is honestly, like, PLA in this 
are very much so, in my opinion, like the full realization of what they were trying to do with the Wild Area. And even then, we could see that yes. in the DLC for Sword and Shield. Yeah, but it's to the point where I think that what happened is they over is was less that the Wild Area was an afterthought and more that they wildly overshot what they thought they could do. Got yes. too mm. close to the delivery time. Oh, yeah. Figured out a way that it would be functional to pare it down to, but had a lot more work done so that when they have PLA in this, it's not, you went from Sword and Shield to this in two years? Wow. It, it's in five years. No, 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 no. They didn't do that in two years. Well, yeah, it's in five years they got to yeah. this point. Yes. From, uh, from Usum. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Sword and Shield was kicked out the door a little bit. Yes, <laughs> yeah. no, that's, I've been exactly saying this. I mean, you could look at just the DLC. And the polish in the, the last two, last third of the game. I mean, because you look at actual Galar, and Galar is literally set up like Alola. Um, it is literally set up like Alola. Alola had a melee melee island, and then you went to another island, and there's just islands, and they 100% intended you instead of instead of walking through the wild area to get to each island to instead take a train with the train, yeah, because the trains are still there Mm-mm-mm-mm. for you to take, uh, which would have been cute because I mean that is how you get around in England, so like uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> so but like they definitely like threw it in as it was definitely later in the game and it definitely was not ready. I think they were trying to do something more like Paldea. It wasn't working, and so they reformatted back. I don't believe that. I believe they leaned on what they knew before, were working on that formula, and then decided to try to add something new, um, which still ends up with the same result, which is what we had. And it, so I don't, I don't know that it matters that we dwell on it too long. But mm-hmm. it, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm very happy. I'm very excited. I think what's happening is good. I think it will mm-hmm. be fun. I will have a good time with it. And I, I mean, it is a Pokemon game. And if they give me, if they get rid of timer, I'm very happy as well. Yeah, same. I just wish that I could buy a game that has my favorite legendary and doesn't force me to wear my least favorite color in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You you can change your clothes almost immediately and from anywhere in the overworld. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I think most of, I think most of your first choices are still like very much your uniform color. Yeah. But then you can change like the second you get to the store. I don't think that's that big a deal. It'll be fine. Last bit of things I want to do because I feel like we're winding down, but I wanted to uh, get a last uh, couple things. One, you can change your moves on the fly, just like in uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, Yeah. You. You can uh, access your box at any time. We've been able to do that for a while, but it's mm-hmm. good to know that they kept it. Yep. With all of these changes. You can nickname. It looks like you can change your outfits and hairstyles at any time. Color needs to be at a salon. And I think the last like cool extra uh, feature uh, over everything is, uh, man, can you buy everything with those league points? And you can get a bunch of them from doing side quests, which are in the game. But there's Yay. no quest log. <laughs> That's there's fine. There's no quest log? It's fine. There's no quest log, but a bunch of side quests. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. That's a lot of disrespect for people like me. It's fine. Just play with a notebook. It's fine. <laughs> I don't want to have to play with a notebook. I don't. I'm not defending it. I'm moving on because we're out of time. <laughs> yes. Fine. I think it's a good place to stop. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, and we're all excited. I hope you're excited. Email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com if you're excited. I'm sure people are. I don't know. Like, it, it's going to mm-hmm. be a good time. We're like three weeks out. 
It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. All right. We're going to kick it on over then to our Pokemon of the episode. Uh, so we will catch you all on the flip flop. <laughs> And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode is National Dex number 786. Tapu Lele, the land spirit Pokemon. Its Ultra Moon Dex entry says, Although called a guardian deity, Tapu Lele is devoid of guilt about its cruel disposition and can be described as nature incarnate. Wow. Tapu Lele is a good Pokemon. I don't know what else to say. Like, Very good. <laughs> it gets Psychic Surge for Psychic Terrain setting. Wow. It has 95 speed, 130 special attack, a beneficial attack ability, and a great type, and it's good? That doesn't make sense. Base 570? Wow. And it's pink. And it's pink, yes. Bonus. I Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, it's Tapu Lele. It's good. If you played Pokemon in Gen 7, you know. Base 95 is also really good with just Choice Scarf. You can just do a lot of things. Yeah. So I don't actually know what format this team is for. <laughs> I just, it is for OU. It's an eight OU. I think it is OU. It is. Because, it's from an OU. It's an OU sample team. Because I look at I look at the team and it's so much different than the formats we've been covering lately, and it makes me happy. Uh, also, the little notes thing leads with based on Smog Tours. A small a small tear comes from my eye when I look at this team and I go. I miss you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. Hard same. I just go. I miss yeah. you. This is like Gen 7 or you with an Urshifu. Yeah, I love it. I'd like to briefly uh, say thank you to Empo um, from Smogon Tour. This team has been modified based on your original. We like to credit people. Yes, we do. Mm-mm. All right. Well, somebody kick it off. Whoever wants Tapu Lele. Yeah, I, I've got Lele because it's my girl. She's pink. Okay, so this Tapu Lele obviously has the ability Psychic Surge. It's holding a Choice Scarf, because as we said, Choice Scarf with a base 95 speed is an excellent tier. It's got max special attack and max speed with a Timinator. The remaining four EVs go into special defense. And it's running Psyshock, Moonblast, Focus Blast, which are pretty standard. And then Future Sight, for when you want to be sneaky. Yeah, it's actually gotten to be pretty standard. Not on Tapu Lele, but just in uh, OU in general as the generation is gone. Yeah, with like the... Um, the slow bro. The slow book boys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then this this is like the Gen 7 OU staple. Rotom Wash. Holding leftovers. The ability is obviously Levitate. With max HP, max... Um, wait, 248 special defense and 8 speed because you, you want to speed creep. Yes. <laughs> with a calm nature. Uh, and it's got Volt Switch, Hydro Pump, Thunder Wave, and Pain Split. This is really giving me flashbacks, guys. Well, actually, like, well, so Rotom's never, like, left, right? And it's, it's just never left. I know. It's Rotom. Mm-hmm. Rotom gonna Rotom. Especially Rotom Wash. Yeah. Yeah. Rotom Wash is gonna Rotom Wash. <laughs> what if Lantern stats weren't bad? Rotom Wash. Yeah. Or if it had Levitate. Honestly, it's the Levitate. Yeah. It's the Levitate. Yeah. Because that's the only thing. Like, if if Lantern had Levitate, Lantern would probably... Honestly, Lantern might be used more. Mm-mm. Just because Lantern's got slightly better move pool, which is really hard for me to say out loud, but it's true. <laughs> so Rotom, Rotom has, like, just the right combination of stats 
that you can run it several different ways. That's true. And too. Lantern, mm-hmm. not so much. Yeah, well, Lantern's yeah. bulky, and so like I think mm-hmm. you'd run if if Lantern got levitate. That's a that's a that's like a topic that people keep asking us to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Pokemon that would see more play if they like change their levitate or change their ability. <laughs> but then I'm like, but then I have to think about it for like more than <laughs> yeah. I have to like write an essay. That's like homework. <laughs> All right. Well, Linian, take take a couple more. Yeah, so we've got uh, an, a very Gen 7 OU Pokemon continuing in Kartana, slightly tweaked because this one's running protective pads to get around static and flame body uh, users. It's got Beast Boost as its ability and 252 attack for special defense and 252 speed. Jala Nature with Sword Stance, Knock Off, Sacred Sword, and Leaf Blade because, man, did this thing get coverage but not stab. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a Kartana. You click Sword Stance and kill everything in front of you. It's really not that hard. You don't even need to click Sword Stance half the time. Beast Boost will do it for you. Mm-mm. And then continuing this, just being Gen 7 OU, we have Urshifu Rapid Strike uh, with a Choice Band. <laughs> 252 speed, 252 attack, 4 defense, and a Jolly Nature. Use Surging Strikes uh, to pop Sash and just kill anything in front of you yeah just be good (laughs) yeah it's just a really good move close combat will beat the crap out of anything that you need to uh aqua jet for priority and everyone's favorite u-turn because you're a choice band user so yeah pivoting's always good pivoting is always pivot is good very uh so i've got two more pokemon that have just always been good uh (laughs) We've got Heatran holding an air balloon because it doesn't have the levitate ability, but it benefits from having it. <laughs> uh, it's got, this is just like full special attack. I mean, Flash Fire is the ability. I, the hidden ability is finally available now with hidden, with ability capsule, but it's still worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and it is 252 special attack, four special defense, 252 speed, timid nature, uh, magma storm, because that's the only move Heatran knows, I think. Uh, taunt, <laughs> Earth Power, and Stealth Rock, because why not? It's a, probably a decent lead, actually. I mean, Magma Storm's good, because he can do some trapping with that, some minor trapping, especially if he gets something in, like, a Hippowdon, which is sometimes popular. Mm-hmm. Hippowdon was, like, OU for a hot second, I think, for a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if it still is, but it was OU for a little bit. Uh, Lander Therian. Oh, no. Hmm. I never heard of this. Never seen this before. This is spicy. Uh, (laughs) Leftovers. Okay, but this Lando actually is. No, it's not. (laughs) No, no, look at the the IVs on it. Uh, It's literally made to underspeed things specifically, so you have a slow turn. Okay. That's that's why. Yeah, uh, so you can go, you can slow U-turn opposing Landorus and being faster than uh, Crawdon at plus one. Yes. Wow. Uh, Lander Therian holding leftovers with Intimidate, 248 HP, 8 defense, 252 special defense, careful nature with a 23 IV in speed. That, because it's really easy to do that with bottle caps. Uh, I'm rolling my eyes so hard, guys. Uh, but it also has very standard moves on it, like Defog, Earthquake, U-Turn, and Knockoff. Um, these <laughs> are moves that Landorus knows. They are indeed. And we'll always know. And we'll always know. Well, maybe not knockoff. Well, I can see knockoff knockoff usage getting like super cold and scarlet violet. Well, all they have to do is say that uh, Pokemon are automatically battle ready and bye bye. I really hope they do <laughs> because I think OU is just like stupid complicated now as a result. Yep. So I'm hoping this comes out very soon. 
But yeah, I think almost all these Pokemon, with the exception of this Urshifu, uh, can be shiny now, which is exciting. Shiny Tapu Lele is also mm-hmm. very exciting. So like this will be on our Patreon this week. Uh, you can definitely go and pick those up over there if you're at the $10 tier or above. But if you don't want to spend that much, you could join our $5 tier and get access to uh, Puckle's new Game Corner Plus Patreon edition. I, I tried to acronym that all out, but I don't think it, I think it is clunkier to say than the actual name. <laughs> so it is, uh, it is fun to, uh, go and listen to that though. Please do if you're interested. Uh, but, uh, on that note, I think this is a good place to wrap up this team. Uh, it's fun. I miss OU so much. Yeah. There's just like a tear, like dropping from my eye. I should go play OU now. <laughs> uh, but yes, take a look at that team. But if not, we're going to kick it on over to the mailbag. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is a part of the show where we read your emails on the show. You can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com and we will take a look at your email. If it doesn't get right on the show, it does go to our Discord server and I do promise you I do read it. Uh, but going ahead, we are going to jump right into a few emails after I let you know that this segment is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. 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 And as always, we'll give the Green Taurus badge to anybody we deem worthy. So on that note, we are going to go ahead to read some emails. Our first one this week, last week we asked you guys, I believe, it, what you thought about OU um, and if you'll miss it or if you're excited even for competitive in Gen 9. So we're going to go ahead and read a few emails. Our first one is going to be from Big Cat Bruce this week. Hey, Puckle friends, I'm getting so excited for Gen 9 and how competitive will change in just less than a month. Just a preface, I didn't play OU, so I didn't play much OU. So all of this is from the VGC perspective. With that said, earlier this year, I was not nearly as excited for Gen 9. I was actually borderline considering being done with Pokemon. I was so burned out and annoyed by Ally Switch and Restricteds that I had not touched VGC in months. You know what? I don't disagree with you. <laughs> Ally Switch is the dumbest move in VGC. I use it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they make Ally Switch at TR? Why do they increase its learn distribution from 7 in Gen 5 when it was a TM to 100? Uh, from 7 in Gen 5 to when it was a TM to 164 in Gen 8? Holy crap, I did not know that. Whoa, that's a lot. And why do they always mm. also call the move Spotlight, which prevents being tricked by Ally Switch? When I would lose to Ally Switch, it felt much worse than losing to a better opponent or bad RNG. You know what? You're actually kind of true, because it's just mind games. It is mind games, but I I feel like it's not like it's a skillless mind game. If they're just doing it all the time, you can call it. Yeah, yeah, well, that's that's part of it. Like you have to gauge your opponent's skill level, and I I mean at higher tables it's easier to tell that. But if you're just playing randoms online, it's not easy to tell that sometimes. And the worst part about it is that all you had to do was show it once because it's embedded in, in your opponent's mind for the rest of the match. Mm-hmm. I will admit though, I used it multiple times in a recent quarterfinals match in a draft league, and I won because of it. I sold my soul to Giratina for a shot at the championship, which ultimately leads <laughs> me to why I'm excited for Gen Nine Draft League. I know Draft League is a separate metagame altogether, but it single-handedly restored my interest and passion in competitive Pokemon. I used to watch hours and hours of Draft League content from prominent PokeTubers, but I never did one myself. I always told myself I'd join the Puckle Draft League. Would either forget or get too nervous. Don't get too nervous, just join. Don't get too nervous, we're all idiots. Yeah. Yeah. I finally took the plunge in June, joining my first league. Since then, I've played in four leagues, I'm co-commissioner of one, and I have met awesome people I'm now happy to call friends. One of which we bonded over our mutual enjoyment of the Puckle Podcast. Heck yeah! That makes yeah. sense. Wow. Yeah. Yes. 
I had this realization recently that like we might not have like a giant giant listenership. Um, we have a pretty decent one, but like we we might not have a giant giant one, but we've probably touched enough people throughout like the 15 years of the show's existence Mm-mm. to do this. Like I recently hired a postdoc, and his his former roommate mm-hmm. used to play competitive Pokemon. Mm-hmm. He like mentioned to his uh, to his former roommate like, oh hey, I like yeah the guy I work with. Uh, you know, runs a Pokemon <laughs> podcast. He goes, oh, I used to listen to this one called Puckle. He goes, no, that that's the one I work Whoa. for. <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, at some point, we might have touched, like, a lot of the Pokemon community. I don't know how much. Wow. <laughs> but, and so, it, it's kind of, it's really silly to see things like that happen. Overall, I think VGC and Gen 8 was fun to watch, but not as fun to play, at least for me. I like a lot of new Pokemon that were introduced, and dynamic speed is awesome. I can't wait to see the stats of new Pokemon and find out just how much power creep has hit Scarlet and Violet. I apologize for the long email, but Ally Switch makes me sad as a dra- as Draft League makes me happy. <laughs> Thanks as always, a Big Cat Bruce. No, you're welcome, Bruce. I'm going to throw this in just because it's it's baffling. I, so I was like, huh, it really did get exp- you know expanded out. I was looking at it in Gen 5 then moving up. So in Gen 6, they added it to a bunch of Pokemon. It's all the ones that you would expect, very psychically inclined Pokemon. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Kingler. Yes, Kingler deserves it. I, I'm not opposed. I just think it's very funny that they're like, okay, Alakazam, Yamask, all right, that's it. Kingler. <laughs> I know why Kingler gets it. It's because they run sideways. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> that's the reason. Yep. So that that's my favorite is it was an egg move for Kingler while it wasn't a TM. <laughs> I love it. I love Kingler. I wish Kingler was better. I love Kingler. Oh, all right. Our next email is going to come from Zay Paladin, and I believe Whimsicott has this one. I do. I'm so, I'm sorry. I'm just like laughing at my own stupidity. I'm no, sorry. you're right though. No, you're <laughs> right though. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> Crab do move sideways. Yeah, uh, I I, do, I just think the image of it like scuttling sideways and and pushing. <laughs> like decided. It's just I don't so know funny. that it's like okay, pushing so- the other Pokemon aside. I imagine the other Pokemon's just like, what are you doing? And it just like keeps sidestepping until it's on yeah. the other side. <laughs> <laughs> it's priority sets at very high speeds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so Lucy Polly says, what to do, Buckle Crew? Hopefully you received this email in time for the show. We did. Meant to send it in earlier, but I kept forgetting to sit down and write it this week. Well, if you don't write it, we won't get it, but you did write it, and we did get it, and we appreciate it. Yes. Anyways, I'll get right into the first part of the topic. I gotta say, I was not expecting that design at all when I saw Belly Bolt for the first time. Same. I figured the electric... Mostly because it doesn't look like a Pokemon to me, but whatever. I figured the electric frog would share more similarities with Yono, as it was her ace, after all. I- it actually does, though, uh, but that's... Okay, never mind. <laughs> okay, yes, and also I will take this moment to say I have never, ever, ever been as annoyed by a Pokemon character as I am by That's anime. fine. However, uh, the two of them together are freaking perfect. The cutesy influencer vibe of Yono is a great contrast to the rotund derpiness of Bellybolt. That is a great word, and I am all for it. The way they did the reveal as well was fantastic. All that was missing was Yono doing a Raid Shadow Legends advert in the beginning of the video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish. I that wish. Is so true. We'd, I'd like to thank our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Garch VPN. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the only way to browse the Rotom net safely. 
Yeah, wow. Are you tired of generators building your Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I'm very excited for the gym battle. Me too, because I want to beat her into the ground. Uh, and potentially adding belly bolts to my roster. Onto the competitive scene now, I think Janaid made some great strides in terms of both being able to get into competitive more easily, as well as balancing some of the elements that people had gripes with previously. I enjoyed VGC far more than OU, but it's mainly due to me playing more on the cart than showdown. Same. The one part of yeah, same. The one part of VGC I really enjoyed was Dynamax. I know this is probably not the most popular gimmick, but it did two things that I think made the game much more enjoyable. For one, it nerfed fake out, which lots of people seem to want. Yes. Another thing it did was that it made a lot of different Pokemon viable that otherwise would not have been. That's all it was. One of my favorite strategies that came about was running Weakness Policy Tentacruel alongside a Baldos user. Crown Tundra brought along Raikou, which provided a guaranteed Baldos with inner focus and further team. Hmm. While it wasn't the ideal way of playing, it made a Pokemon that would otherwise be seen as a utility or defensive unit a potent sweeper. And I love that kind of variety. Honestly, Tentacruel is an offensive Pokemon. It's so underrated. It's, it's so, so true, fast. though. It's got like a mm-hmm. base. What is it? Is it? It's base 100 speed. 100 right? speed. 100 yes. speed, 80 special attack. It reminds me of Dodrio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dodrio is semi underrated. Yeah, but it, this one has a better typing. Yes. And better move pool. <laughs> so. Kind of. I mean, Scald is always a plus. Flying is just a good type. Mm, yeah, but you know, well, yeah, okay. It's good, but. I, I think water is slightly. As for the actual meta, the ban lists also were a nice touch that let many different Pokemon see their time in the sun. It also kept things fresh and interesting, and I hope we see more of that in the future. It was unfortunate how they stopped checking on the meta once legendaries were enabled. Me being the contrarian that I am, I refuse to bend the knee and run Zacian Kyogre team. Overall, though, I really enjoyed the Genate competitives. It was my first real foray into the environment and I look forward to building on that experience with the release of Scarlet and Violet. Till next time, your favorite Tentacruel fan, Z-Paladin. All right. That was a good email. We've got one more from the Solar Ranger. Yep, 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 yep. yep. That's a thing. I don't doubt it at this point. I feel like Power Rangers has hit, uh... Okay, you gotta gotta read the comics. You gotta read the comics. Critical... (laughs) You gotta read the comics. The comics are so good. (laughs) I was going to say just a critical mass of content where if you put anything yeah. before Ranger, it's probably a Power Ranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Orange. Yeah. You can't say orange. I thought that was a thing in the comics. Okay, there's one in the comic, but it's like not real. It's fine. It's, it's okay. <laughs> there is an orange Solar Ranger, actually. It's the orange one. But, <laughs> but like that's, the original Solar Ranger was actually purple, you see. <laughs> oh, wow. Yep, let's talk about Pokemon. <laughs> this this episode is is, uh, is going to start like turning into a list of things you can say to set Thatch off. We <laughs> just need to mention sixties music, and we're like we've done a bingo. <laughs> you know who's a really underrated band? The Beach Boys. You tell tell me about it. Tell me about it. Okay, <laughs> but I, I mean the current ones, led by Front. Never mind. <laughs> How's it going, Thatch and Co? They're still led by Mike Love, okay? (laughs) (laughs) How's it going, Thatch and Co-host? First time writing in since I started listening around episode 546. Thatch has been getting into TCG, has inspired me to start looking more into it, but I'm not sure if I'll dive in. I think I'll dip my toes into the online version. That's the right choice. Uh, Yeah. As for my thoughts on the question, I think Bellabolt is pretty neat. 
My biggest complaint about it is I don't like how realistic its side eyes are. When it got revealed, I completely forgot they weren't real. I I keep thinking it's... To this day, I, don't, I think they're still real. Like Yeah, can't unsee it. I've mostly got it away from that in my head. Like, I can see the face now. Um, no, it I reminds can't. me of the Dig Dug dino. What? Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, like in Dig Dug, there's a little dragon Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's what Belly Bolt looks like to me. <laughs> and Grimace. You want, you want to hear one that tripped me up for, like, years? Was uh, Poliwag. I did not realize that the pink thing on its face was not its nose. It, yeah? Not yeah. Really? For, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's mouth. a mouth. Yeah, that took me quite literally years. Oh. Oh. I, yep. I think that says more about you than it says about Poliwag. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the belly bolt, if I try to look at its actual face, it looks like a fall guy. <laughs> yeah. It does, though. I don't, I don't like, I don't hate belly bolt. Like, I don't dislike it. It's a solid, sure, for me. No, I think it's a really cute thing. I just don't think it looks like a Pokemon. I'm going to need some time to get used to it. I immediately went, oh, that's a Pokemon, but I went, oh, that's a Pokemon in the same way that, like, Chansey's a Pokemon. It's like, mm, oh, no. you're a Pokemon, but I don't, like, feel anything about we've, you. We've talked about this, and Pokemon, in order to look like Pokemon, need a very specific, like, five or six categories of eye design. I don't think that's correct. I think you think that's correct. It used to be that way, and now they're branching out, and it is... <laughs> Like, it, it takes some getting used. Um, anyway, we'll continue. Uh, if I could design it shiny, I would make the green on it the pink of Iona's Magnemite and the electricity the blue of her Magnemite. I I like that. I yeah. guess. I don't think. It's just her ace. Like, I didn't look at Satitan and go, wow, I can really see the Grusha influence on this. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's fine. <laughs> I would make it yellow with a red face, so it would look like a little breakfast smiley. <laughs> I have simple pleasures. Uh, uh, yeah. On the other half of the question, I was never super interested in OU or VGC, so I can't really answer it. But thanks for putting out such great content. I suck at ending these sort of things. Solar. <laughs> we appreciate the frankness, though. <laughs> Thank you for writing Wait, in. you've never played VGC? That means you're as qualified to comment on VGC as 90% of people on Twitter. <laughs> or me. I once got 15th at a regional. <laughs> we know. Okay, you're in the top 2%, two, two percent, two, uh, 98th court, not, not 98th quartile. Percentile. Uh, 90th percentile. percentile. Percenti I don't know if 98th, maybe 90th. I, I don't want to be that, that uh, even then, like, modern VGC, I haven't played, like, competitive, competitive, you know? Uh, but yeah. All right. Well, thank you for those emails. If you want to email us next week, let us know what you are most excited for with Sword or Scarlet and Violet, not Sword and Shield, Scarlet and Violet. Can we not start every generation with an S name for a version? That'd be great. <laughs> so, so of course, we're going to get next one, uh, two games that start with S's and end in, uh, like, it'll be like, I don't know, Shard and Sharp. And it's like, oh, come on. All the way to the last letter. <laughs> Sideways and Upside Down. Those are the new next version. Sideways and Upside Down. We're going to go ahead and uh, ask you to email us there at uh, pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Until then, if you want to keep up with us, best way to do so is come to our Discord at dis uh, pucklediscord.com. You can, of course, always just follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can always go ahead look at watch our YouTube at youtube.com slash pucklepodcast. Follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast, because that's messed up years ago. 
You can, of course, uh, help support the show by going to our Patreon at patreon.com slash puggle podcast and get on some of those rewards. I think we're going to try to do merch soon. I don't know what kind, but I think we're going to try. I haven't decided. Type tapas, type tapas, type tapas. What are type tapas? What? what? We, we said that, like, that's how we're going to change terrestrialization. It'll be tapas because it's Spain. Oh, okay. So we'll do type tapas. <laughs> okay, I understand now. Yes, I do remember this joke. Uh, <laughs> but yes, thanks for listening, guys. I have been Trainer Thatch. I have been the fluffiest wing secret. I have been and continue to be Linian. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Bye.